Tip FM's Tip Today with Fran Curry In association with Slattery's of Pecone, Tipperary's main Peugeot dealer. Slattery's Garage Pecone, the name you can trust for over 50 years in the Premier County. Slattery'sGarage.ie um, Patrick says, I thought you can't use the word queer. I was pulled up for using that uh, as it was offensive. I, do you know, I, I hardly know at times, Patrick, what to say and not be offensive to at least uh, somebody out there. Um, I remember Gay Burns saying uh, years and years ago that, you know, people wake up in the morning and they're kind of waiting to be offended <laughs> some, in some sort of way. So I don't know. Is somebody else uh, wondering why there has to be drag queens involved <laughs> in everything now? And I think you might be referencing um, the St. Patrick's Day Parade in Dublin because there was a bit of a... Rerogs Rulabula over that. Seemingly drag queens were involved in the promotional photography of that. And I think there were kids in the thing as well. And some people weren't happy about that. Maybe that's what you're referencing. I think it is anyway. Um, 0833113311. Now, getting your toddler out of nappy, nappies can indeed be stressful for all involved. Remember uh, that eventually your child will get the hang of using the loo. But how do you know your child is ready for the potty training? And what are the steps uh, up to that? Well, for and joined by Anne Costigan and Anne of course is a paediatric nurse uh, constipation and toilet training expert and uh, she joins me now good morning Anne morning Fran how are you keeping I'm very well indeed and lovely to talk to you again it, it, it is a stressful time I mean for everybody involved in that because we're not sure about you know when it should happen how it should happen you know what we have to prepare in advance and is that is that what you find yeah absolutely other parents would find this one of the most stressful things to go through but again, as you said, it's a natural progression for, for all kids um, and that they will get it eventually. But really, preparation is key for toilet training and looking to see when your child is physically ready is a big part of it. So a lot of parents do find that they're getting pushed into toilet training their kids to suit crashes or child mining services. So that pressure then adds on to the stress of it too. But again, if you prepare well and look at your child, you can take a good bit of that stress out of the picture. So the cues your child should be showing you simply that they have an interest in what they're doing. So basically, are they following you or their siblings to the toilet? Are they pulling out their nappy to say they don't want it or just pulling out when it's wet and dirty? So those simple little things can be a good indicator. Oh, well, so that's interesting. Happen, and the, the child is giving you the indicators. Yeah, so it's wow, really important yeah. to kind of follow the child's lead with this because, again, if the child isn't ready and you're trying to force this body training onto them, it will just draw out the whole process for weeks and weeks and weeks. And again, as you said, they will eventually get it. But you're putting yourself and your child through an awful lot of stress. So really, if we can go by the child's lead, it works out a lot better and a lot quicker. Um, and obviously, they physically need to be ready so that their, their bladder has that capacity to hold on to we as well. So it's really important to check beforehand, before you start training, how long is their nappy staying dry for? So that's telling you that the bladder can hold on to a certain amount of urine and that it fills and then they get that signal that they need to go. So you can check the nappy by touching it, but again, a lot of nappies these days are really absorbent, so it's actually hard to tell if it's wet or dry. Mm. So pop mm. a bit of kitchen towel into the nappy after you change the morning nappy. Check that piece of kitchen towel then in the morning time and see how long that piece stays dry for. And then you'd know, right, so they've been drying out a good hour and a half, two hours. That's a really good indication that they're physically, their body is beginning to get ready for toilet training. And what's a really good tip as well, I think, is because most kids are in crashes, both parents are out working, they may not know the exact routine that their child has every day with their weaves and poos. So at the weekend, keep a diary, 
write down when they're having wet nappies, when they're having their poos, because again, most kids will get into a natural rhythm of having a poo at a certain time of the day. Mm. And this is really useful then when they do start toilet training. So then they can bring them to the potty at that time that they normally would have a poo and get them to sit down and try and be relaxed so they're sitting on the potty. So you're kind of going again with their natural rhythm as well is really, really important. And looking to see then at this point when they're keeping that diary for a couple of days, really looking at their poos and seeing are their poos constipated? Are they a nice tough poo? Because if your child is suffering with any degree of constipation, it's really important to get on top of that first before you start toilet training. Because there's such a high instant rate of a kid when they start toilet training that they start withholding or holding on to their poo. And again, this can get into a vicious cycle then of that poo sitting inside their body for too long and it's getting drier and harder and then they'll experience a painful poo. So if you can get on, if you can check to see have they any degree of constipation and get on top of that first before they start the toilet training, that's really, really important. To do. Right. And if there is constipation, how how do you approach that, Anne? How how can you how can you yeah. deal with that? So you need to look at the basics first and have a look again. Keep your diary for a couple of days. How much are they drinking? What is their diet like? Are they up and about moving? So those are the basic things we need to get right. But if your child is passing definite hard little lumps of poo, like little Maltesers, or if they're really big um, um, poos that they're only having every few days, mm. that's a real sign that they're constipated. So you need to go to your GP and get them checked out and may need to be started on a laxative. So the first-line treatment for children with constipation is the use of a laxative. And that's really important that parents do realise that. Because for adults, we can treat, if we have constipation, majority of the time we can treat it with our diet, make sure we get a bit of exercise, up the fluids. But with children, it can be difficult, especially at that age, two, three, to get them to drink enough anyway. Um, so trying to manage constipation with their diet and fluids alone just doesn't work. So you need that laxative. And laxatives are perfectly safe to be used for children. So a lot of people would have that misconception that it would make their bowel lazy. But in actual fact, if they're left untreated with their constipation, that all it does is it stretches their rectum and makes them hold on to more poo and you're going into a vicious circle of just being untreated constipation and they end up soiling themselves. So you want to get on top of it as soon as you can. Mm. So first stop, GP or speak to your pharmacist about yeah. an old counter What What age generally are we talking about here for the toilet training, Anne? So from, I would say, the ideal age is about two and a half, three and a half, anywhere in between there. Some kids will be a little bit later. A lot of kids will start showing interest really early, like around 18 months, and they will start showing the interest by going to the bathroom with you, pulling out their nappy, but they tend to lose interest quite quickly then after that. So some people will fall into the trap, totally train them at that a little bit too early, but really they haven't got the communication skills or the motor skills um, to actually embrace toilet training that young, I don't think. So I think the ideal age is definitely from about two and a half upwards. I presume then that, you know, as this is going on, the the clothing would have to be easy uh, to, to care for and easy to pull up and down, I suppose, as well. Absolutely, yeah. So when you are actually doing the toilet training, uh, don't be putting them in dungarees or don't be putting them in um, belts and buckles and all this kind of thing. You want stuff that's either a, a skirt um, so they can just lift up the skirt or little elasticated pants or shorts. Again, summertime is the ideal time because the weather's a bit warmer, yes. they're out and about, you don't have to have as much clothes on them. And then, of course, that's going to be less washing for you, you to do as well. So that's really important. Um, and the clothes side of things too, before you do start the toilet training, it's a good idea to start changing their nappy in the bathroom, doing it standing up and get them to start putting down their clothes while you do that. So it's just preparing them so that they know this is where we do our weaves and our poos. 
so the nappy changing gets done in the bathroom and standing up then enables them to develop those skills of removing their clothes too, which is really a part of it. And wh- when they're on the potty or, or the toilets, uh, probably a little later on, do you, you stay with them, I guess? Yeah, absolutely. So a lot of the time, um, kids don't like to be by themselves most of the time. They love to be playing around under your feet uh, in the kitchen, the sitting room. So I would always say, bring your potty close to you where you're going to be doing most of your daily stuff. So have a potty in the sitting room so you can put like a little... um, pads, one of those toilet training pads you have mm. for pets, you can mm. get them in pet shops, they're really absorbent, they're great pop that under the potty, um, have that in your sitting room and then as they progress they can use your main toilet as well, stay with them for the couple of minutes that they'll be in there for and again it's just to make it a pleasant experience that they don't lose interest and hop on and off the toilet too quickly you want to make sure they're sitting comfortably they will relax and empty their bladder and their bowel as well. Right, And uh, you, you praise them uh, I presume and you... Yeah. Absolutely. So all positive reinforcements. When they do have accents, you acknowledge the accents and you move on to them. You don't go on about them. Um, Don't make it into a negative thing like talking about it being dirty to have an accent Mm -hmm. or anything like that. You want to make sure, keep focusing on the positive. So when they sat in the potty, that's brilliant. They may not have done a wee in the potty. That's okay. Get it the next time. So always reinforce the positive side of things. You can use a reward system like a little sticker chart or some people just use little jellies every time they make the effort to use the potty or the toilet. Um, and so it's really important lots of praise and make sure that they, they know what they're actually doing and what they're able to achieve as well as important. Right. If you sit them down on the potty um, and they don't perform, I mean, you don't force them. You don't say you stay no. there until you... Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So again, you're trying to keep it really positive. Um, get a little box of tricks to have while they're sitting on the potty. Some wipes and toys they can use just for potty time. Have that nearby. Um, keep them entertained while they're sitting on the potty. And what's a useful trick is using like little bubbles that they blow while they're sitting down. That will help to relax their pelvic floor too. A little bit of entertainment for them. And the maximum time for a wee that you want to be sitting is two minutes and for a poo is five minutes. So as you said, you're not forcing them to do it. Um, so it's just trying to keep it all positive, mm. you know, and make it as much of a game as you can. If it's been working for a while and they start wetting themselves again, and I mean, what 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 is that signalling? Yeah, so that could be really common to happen. Um, and what the main reason that can happen is that we're taking the foot off the pedal a little bit. So we've been really intensive training them for the first few days. And then we get distracted with daily life, which is totally normal. So it's trying to keep the routine as much as possible. Um, keep a good eye on what they're drinking when they're normally due to have a pee. Make sure you're prompting them to go to the toilet too, because it's not going to be like straight away they're going to get it, that they're going to have like, accidents are going to be normal in the first few weeks. That's totally fine. But if it's consistently that they're wetting themselves, if they've totally lost interest, they may have just not been 100% ready before you started. And you may need to park it again for a while. If it's getting really distressing for the child, if they're holding on to their weed and then have an accident, they're holding on to their poos and they're getting very distressed about using the toilet or the potty, you'll have to really look at the situation again, just take a step back and say, really, are we ready um, at the moment? And maybe put back on the, the nappy and try it again in a few weeks' time, maybe with a different tactic. So it is important to just kind of reevaluate after a while. You alluded to to childcare just at the beginning of our, of our chat. Um, do the childcare experts do they expect that your child is potty trained before you? 
No, the main stand on this is basically that um, they would like, obviously, if children are at that age, that they can toilet train, obviously go ahead and do it. Um, it's not written anywhere in a rule to say that they have to toilet train for childcare or for questions, but it's very individual. So it depends on the amount of staff that they have in childcare settings as well. Um, so it's really on a um, place-to-place basis what they stipulate. Um, but a lot of parents have voiced to me that they are being put under pressure by their questions to have them toilet trained which is unfortunate because, you know, every kid is not going to develop at the same rate and they are kind of being forced into doing it. Um, And it might work out for some kids absolutely fine, but for some kids then they will run into little issues with it. But again, if parents discuss it with their question, if they try to try to train and this hasn't happened, um, a lot of questions are very um, understanding and they will work around it just to help you out. Mm -hmm. And some questions will even continue on the toilet training if you start this at home. If you have a chat with them again and say, this is what we've been doing, can you continue on with our plan? Um, And they will do that. So have that chat with them to see what they can manage for you. Yeah, of course, the solidarity with other kids as well might help help them along, I suppose. Absolutely, yeah. They're like little sheep. They'll follow through in the bathroom and everybody's going at the same time. And it's a novelty for them too. So uh, definitely in some instances, uh, training in a crash can work really well for kids. And as you said, they'll follow what other kids are doing. And and just finally, a word to young mums and dads out there, because I know it is a very stressful time for Mm. them, you know. What, what, What would you finally say to the man? I would definitely say... Just take a step back from it. It will happen, as you said at the start. It is a natural progression for everybody to move on to use the toilet. Um, Look at your child and see what cues they are showing you that they are ready. So really try and follow those cues as much as you can. But use that preparation time before toilet training too. Again, change them in the bathroom. Keep chatting to them about where the wheeze and poos go, pulling up and down their clothes. All those little steps have a big impact on the actual toilet training side of it. So um, preparation is key. And get a little book out of the library for you and your little child or buy a book about toilet training. Um, so they ha- understand what you're trying to achieve. A lot of time we kind of do things with kids without even kind of discussing course, it with yeah. them. You know, so yeah. get them involved as much and make it as fun as possible. Really, really important. All right. Anne, a pleasure as always. Thank you so Thank much you. for your time this morning. Thank you. Good morning to you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Anne Costigan there. Anne is a paediatric nurse and constipation and toilet training uh, expert with some uh, wonderful advice there for what is a very stressful time, not only for the little child, but indeed, as I say, for parents as well. My friend Paul Lafford was on and he says, good morning, friend. Toilet training brings me back to a a funny moment with my son many years ago on a TV programme. An expert suggested that parents throw a Cheerio into the toilet bowl to aim at. And uh, Kian went in and he did his business. The Cheerio worked perfectly. Two minutes later, he arrived out and handed the Cheerio back to me. (laughs) Oh, he says great memories. There you are now. Um, All right, we'll uh, take a break. Gardening is on the way very, very soon. Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter or email tiptoday at tipfm.ie.